0: Welcome to another episode of the Game T Podcast. My name is JP.
1: Uh, I'm Peaches. Peaches.
2: <laughs> I, you're oh, doing this on purpose. Sakes.
1: Well, you were gone last time, so I just got into a new thing. Okay, was was I gone last time? I yeah.
2: mean, I don't think I was. You were. I was there for news. You were not here, and the
0: whole family just fell apart. <laughs> Fuck you, Peaches. Czar is not joining us today, but that is A-OK, because we still have lots of exciting things to talk about. Uh, Who wants to take itinerary? Zach, you want to take it? No. All right, Peaches, you want to take it?
2: Uh, It sounds like my dogs have stopped working, so yeah, I'll give it a whirl. Go for it. We are talking about Animal Crossing does still, in fact, exist. Correct. EA is doing a couple of things. Call of Duty releases new anti-cheat. Also, Call of Duty's new anti-cheat is leaked. Got some quick takes and some game releases. I guess the best place to get started today
0: will be the Animal Crossing New
2: Horizons Direct now. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yes, we forgot to make some silence. All right. Get ready to make some silence. A few moments later. Cool.
0: That's enough, right?
2: All right. Continue.
0: Okay, now before I get into this, I have to admit that despite the fact that like my Animal Crossing hype has been gone for a while, I was really pumped after watching this trailer. Does anybody else here except me
1: care? I watched it and I was like, this is Animal Crossing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's a good start.
2: (laughs) I watched it after work and I Uh fell asleep and had to
1: restart from where I fell asleep at.
0: And then fell asleep again.
1: (laughs) It was very relaxing. I love capping.
0: Yeah, who doesn't love Who We get sea shanties in Animal Crossing. What more could you want? So let's divide this up into two parts. So we got the news about two weeks ago that Animal Crossing was going to get its own dedicated Nintendo Direct sometime around this time, right? Now, we didn't know exactly what was to be expected, but what we did know... Is that the fact that they didn't want to just share the information outright in the direct, you know, that there was a direct to tell us that there was going to be a direct, although a little disappointing, told us that this was going to be a really huge presentation for Animal Crossing. There was no joke there. It really was. It was 25 minutes of nothing but Animal Crossing news. And I've got to admit, they shoved a lot of really stellar things into this. So we're going to divide this up into two pieces. First, we're going to talk about the free DLC. This is all the DLC that is going to come out and is completely free to everybody who already owns the game. And then we're going to talk about the paid DLC, because there is a paid DLC that's coming out for twenty five dollars. But as Zach mentioned earlier, it's actually going to be included with um, the Nintendo like online service. So we'll talk about that here in a little while. Are you boys ready? Ready, Freddy? See shanties. All right. So let's start with the free DLC. I would say that the biggest thing that they have coming. Well, there's a few of them, but the first thing that they introduced was the roost. Now, we got a little snippet of what the roost was in that Nintendo Direct that told us that we were going to have like a bigger Animal Crossing Direct. But none of us really knew what it was, but most of us guessed correctly when we thought it was going to be a coffee shop. So everybody's island is now going to have a nice, fun little coffee shop. Where you can go and spend your hard-earned bells on a nice cup of coffee. It's supposed to just be another room where you can essentially just spend more time with your villagers. Spend more time doing things on your island. And of course, amiibo support within this little coffee shop. So you can use the amiibos to bring visitors to your island more efficiently. It's actually a really cool
2: little addition.
0: What do you guys think? You like a cup of joe?
2: All right. So here's the thing, JP, if you saved the bells that you're going to spend on that copy, you could save money and remove one of the few things that makes life worth living. What's that? A cup of Joe.
0: (laughs) That's it. That's it for you. Just a cup of Joe in an animal walking sim. That's it for you. Yeah, I mean... It's really a no really <laughs> thin string you're hanging on by, isn't it, Peaches?
2: <laughs> I was mostly uh, memeing off of, you know, how people like, in finance will always tell you, he's like, you know, if you cut that coffee out, you could save 3 to $4 a day. But in retaliation, fuck you, I like that <laughs> coffee. Exactly. So anyways, that's, that's my thoughts on it. Zach, go ahead.
1: I get it, but I don't get it. You know, like, it's just like, I'm sitting there, I'm just... Hanging out with my crew, buying them coffee. So, I mean, I guess like I, it's good for the people who like that stuff, but, you know, it's good.
0: The whole point of Animal Crossing is that you're not doing anything spectacular in the game, right? You're designing an island, you're interacting with villagers, you're paying off debt to some raccoon, and now you're drinking coffee. I don't know, I just feel like this makes perfect sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, people that are playing Animal Crossing are, you know, like they do it for the vibes you get while hanging out with the people on that village. You know, that's Precisely. definitely part of it. And so, you know, having coffee place in the game with your favorite villagers, like it, it kind of makes sense. I get it, I guess. I mean, I don't think I would do it, but for the people that are enjoying it. Yeah. Neat. Moving on. <laughs> now, where's the real content?
0: Yes. Let's keep going. So. Uh, Zach keeps referring to our good pal, Cap'n. So another part of the free DLC is this froggy looking gentleman named Cap'n is going to be um, off the dock on your island. And if you go interact with him, you can use some of your nook miles that you've earned. And he's going to take you on a little island adventure. Where first he takes you on a boat and sings sea shanties to you, which, by the way, could be a whole DLC and add at least 10 hours of fun to the game for me. Then he takes you to this cute little island that you've never been to before, and you get to take up resources and you get to find treasure and cool things. I think that was a really cool
1: inclusion. Now, this is one I got behind because they said that you can like get random seasonal things like it was just like you could get like an autumn insect during the winter or something like that. Right. Like this makes more sense. That's economic and beneficial to my island. I'm about that. And I'm all about
0: that shit. Of course, it wouldn't be an Animal Crossing update without some uh, new ways to customize your character coming. So um, new hairstyles, a lot of them actually like 16 new hairstyles are coming to uh, Animal Crossing Villagers. Um, There's going to be new uh, items you can spend your Nook miles on and more general items to buy in the first place that you're going to find in Nook's Cranny. Now, ten bridges and inclines, baby. Instead of only having eight bridges and inclines, now you can have ten of each. And I know that sounds really trivial, but that is a huge deal for people like me that used up all their bridges and inclines.
2: Why is there a limit on bridges and inclines? I could
0: not tell you. That's a really great question that I do not have the answer to.
1: Obviously, so that uh, you feel satisfaction when you build a bridge or incline. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like some
0: Nintendo logic right there. Bridges inclines. Now, the other cool thing is new activities are going to be available on your island for your villagers to perform. Um, In the video, it gave us a brief introduction to like yoga that you can actually grab the joy cons and perform with along with your villagers and whatnot. I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. You know, maybe for more like a niche crowd, that's like what? You're telling me for this walking sim, i got to get off my couch? Absolutely not. <laughs> I think most people are kind of in that realm, but some people are like, OK, that's kind of cool. Especially considering that like Animal Crossing is the perfect game for like mini games and other activities. And to be honest, it's pretty shallow gameplay in those regards. I think this was a cool addition. The very last thing that they talked about within free DLC is home, home improvements and a lighting. So they're essentially in your home at making it so that you're capable of now adding like lighting features to the ceiling. New items are going to be available, new ways to like navigate around your home, different things like that. Now, for free DLC, I think this was actually pretty abundant. Um, They did let us know that this is going to be the very last time that they're offering free DLC for Animal Crossing. But I'm not going to lie, they they could have probably charged a little bit of money for that, and they didn't. So what do you guys think of the presentation so far?
1: Well, JP, I think this was an Animal Crossing Direct and there were updates. And now I'm ready to talk about the paid (laughs) DLC. Zach, that's a really. <laughs> Zach, you really do a great
0: job of summing it up for like Nintendo fans who aren't as fond of Animal Crossing. It's just like, yeah, that was Animal Crossing, like, oh yeah, a coffee shop. That seems like something they would do.
1: I have the game. I have over hundred hours in it. I think I've done my time, but this was neat. <laughs> that's all I got.
0: All right, Ches. What about you? Any questions before we move on to paid DLC? No. It.
2: it, it. Zach kind of took my thoughts, but he put a positive spin on it where I was more bored. Hmm. Man, Zach is always taking Peach's thoughts. It's not nice. He eh? do be doing that though. That's
1: why I want to go second.
0: Alright, so next let's talk about the paid DLC. We got a bunch of stuff with the free DLC, but now they also spent the second half of this direct talking about paid DLC, which is called the Happy Home Paradise Expansion. Now, what's interesting about this DLC is that it is actually it has nothing to do with your own island. What it is, it's an, is it's a DLC where if you go and you talk to that dude, I don't remember his name, but he's the one with the plane that takes you all over the place. You now actually have the ability to travel to a different island where your quote unquote job is. What is that job? You might be asking you act as a director on this huge island to make people their very own dream vacation home. There's like 20 slots with up to like pretty much any Animal Crossing character you can imagine coming to this island. And what you do is you help them make their dream home on this island and you help design the island for like a dream vacation getaway home type island. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Like you work with each individual villager to design the house on the inside and the outside. You make their lawn exactly how they want it. You kind of determine based on their interests, like what kind of biome should they live in? What time of day should they live in it? Things like that. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, And it's going to add just a lot of different, I guess, kinds of gameplay to Animal Crossing that we've never seen before. And with all of these new things that you learn to do on this island, whether that's building, you know, wall petitions in these homes getting new items with this new currency that you get paid with for your work. Like you get to bring all of these skills back to your own island. And in fact, you get to take villagers from your island and you get to show them this new island where they could possibly build their own dream homes. So I think that this paid DLC expansion pass is going to offer just Possibly upwards of another 100 to 150 hours of playtime for people that love Animal Crossing and have been waiting for some type of DLC like this. I think it's really, really extravagant. I think it's really, really cool. And this is one of the only times with Nintendo where I feel like the price of the DLC is actually justified. I feel like they added so much content to Animal Crossing that it really justifies most of the prices that they've come up with all of this. So, in fact, let's talk about the pricing real quick. If you want to just simply pay for the DLC, it's going to cost you $24.99, which, in my opinion, I think they added plenty of content to justify that DLC. But there's another option to that, isn't there, Zach?
1: There is, JP. Because, and this is the part where I woke up, they snuck in... (laughs) the nintendo switch online expansion service <laughs> <laughs> and that's expensive jp if you want to and there's only it's so like with the current nintendo switch monthly plan is it's one month is like $3.99 uh i don't know what the six month one is or three month one is 12 dollars and then you just get the one year It's the cheapest for $19.99 right all right um and But you can also do the family plan, which is $35 for the whole year for eight people. And then here's what they what they did is they they threw in all the N64s games. All right. And then they said, hey, listen, we're also going to throw in the paid DLC into this. It's only going to cost you a yearly sum of $49.99, which is pretty expensive. $50. We're getting into PS Plus, you know. Uh, categories in xbox not really xbox ultimate xbox ultimate's pretty extensive but yeah mm-hmm. so anyway and then if you want to buy it yearly for your family it's 80 dollars. so you can split that between eight people and it's 10 bucks a month so it's not so bad but you got to know eight people and you got to set it up and you got to have some of that trust um and that's kind of it's kind of stinky so in in that though, you and your eight buddies, seven buddies, will have access to the Happy Home Designer Paradise. I think I'm mixing up two of them. Happy Home Paradise.
0: It's really odd to me that they're just deciding to throw that in on top of like the perks of signing up for this more expensive service because it's like, I don't know, what's the cross section of people that are going to be super interested in having the Sega Genesis and N64 capabilities who also want to have the Happy Home Paradise DLC expansion? Like, I I don't know. It seems a little odd that they kind of just threw this in here. Um, I'm personally not complaining because I fall into like that niche cross section of people who want the N64 and the Sega Genesis capabilities, um, but also want Happy Home Paradise DLC. And I also thought that the price that they were including for their new service was ridiculous, like just too high, way too overpriced. So this helps me justify that a little bit. So... I don't know them throwing this in there like that i'm actually happy about but i also have to recognize that like what about those people who don't give two shits about animal crossing but want the n64 capabilities and the sega genesis capabilities i don't know it's that's just my opinion but that in a nutshell is pretty much what we got out of the uh, animal crossing direct i thought it was really cool Um, as somebody who thought Animal Crossing was pretty much dead, I still genuinely believe that this DLC would have been more well received like a year ago, you know, where the game's been out for six months. At this point, people have ran out of things to do. Like, I think this would have been super effective about a year ago, but I don't know better late than never. I'm glad that Animal Crossing is getting a little bit more new
1: life into it. And that's really it. What do you boys think? A slight tangent still. Um, so you're in it to win it. Chester, how do you feel about the Nintendo Switch paid online service? I really
2: feel like I don't understand it enough to... Uh, you, you put me on this family plan, and like I, I, I understand that I get online service through Nintendo with this family plan, but beyond that, I, I don't really <laughs> know what it does.
1: Fair enough. All right, well... I'm curious how to play out. You know, the optimist in me is hoping that it will be um, including like GameCube and Wii stuff when they update and that maybe they'll use this extra money to actually get good servers and a voice chat system and maybe even a party system. You know, it's like that you're were,
2: crazy right now. Things
1: that yeah, were in the original I was about Xbox. to
2: stop.
0: I was about to like, who's going to tell them? <laughs>
1: the, the pessimist? <laughs> And me says that um, this is just what it is Nintendo be Nintendo sometimes.
2: God damn do they be Nintendo sometimes
0: it's you know with the like this DLC is one of the rare cases where I'm like okay I feel like this is very fairly priced. I feel like they've added a ton of content that justifies the price for this DLC but that is not Nintendo's strong suit where Nintendo gets you is having the cheapest console on the market to draw you in, which is good, which is fine. But then like where they make a lot of the returns on their money is doing stuff like their online services or never putting their games on sale. It's just how they recuperate some of these losses. Well, so to and, which fair, in the end does not really. I mean, in the end, if like PlayStation and Xbox and PC are having these sales in the end, if you think about it, you're probably spending the same amount of money
2: so for like what switch has been out for five years now hmm yep um their games have you know Nintendo like first party games are always like 60 dollars right and that's that's definitely like something that never goes down but like their online service before this was like five dollars which is cheaper than anywhere else
0: I mean yes but what are you getting for that online service would be my question I mean it's sh- a shitty online service but it is cheap it's not competent online play It's not voice chat options. It's not parties. So like, what exactly are you paying for?
2: I mean, just a lower quality online. But I mean, we all know that going in. But it is cheaper.
1: It is. And don't forget about your SNES and NES games. Mm -hmm. Hell Mm -hmm. yeah, brother.
0: Sonic Adventures 2. I'll see you boys
1: there. (laughs) All right. That's a Dreamcast game, JP. Fuck. (laughs) Foiled again. I need them to I need them to get Dreamcast in on this like Sega Genesis. No, Sega Dreamcast. Hell yeah.
0: I am done talking about Animal Crossing for the day. Uh, Who wants to move on to the EA Sports article? I actually figured Peaches was probably going to want this one.
2: Uh, I figured me and Zach could tag team this. Zach, do you want to take the uh, first one since it's a shorter one? And I'll take the second one.
1: Sure. EA Sports to remove former Raiders coach John Gruden from the Madden 22 video game. Um, John Gruden uh, said some pretty awful things in email. I don't actually know the full gist of it. I just know that he resigned almost immediately after it leaked. So I assumed it was pretty bad, guys. Pretty bad. So yeah, John Gruden won't be only be absent on the NFL sidelines. This is where they got clever writing. He's also going to be gone from virtual ones, too. EA Sports is committed to taking action on maintaining a culture of inclusion and equity, the company said. We'll replace him with a generic likeness via a title update in the coming weeks. So I thought that was neat. I don't know. I, like, why is Antonio Brown still playing NFL? Why, why is he on Madden still?
2: If it ain't about the money. Yeah, bro, yeah. I mean, it's... There's plenty of these contradictions that exist within the NFL and stuff like this. I mean, look at like Dan Snyder still gets to exist in the football space, uh, despite him like literally like trafficking his cheerleaders to people and like taking away their passports so they couldn't leave. So
1: there's on top of he literally like there's just no reason to keep him around like his fans, his fans, his the Washington football team fans like hate him. They have the lowest attendance records. If you're rich, you're just held to a different standard, it seems. It's so fucky.
0: All right, so let's
1: let's relate this back
0: to video games. I have no idea what it's like to be a Madden fan, because I think sports games are a huge waste of time. Just my opinion. But for those who do love Madden, how do you think that this is going to affect them? Maybe affect the immersion? I don't know.
2: Are they going to care? What do you guys think? Hey, JP, I got a fun... This is actually a little bit of fun trivia. There is one other coach who does not have their likeness in Madden. Who do you think that coach is, JP? Oh, boy. uh, Bill Belichick. That is exactly correct.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Of course, the Patriots coach isn't going to be in on that.
2: Yeah, it's because he's not in, like, the NFL Coaches Association or whatever. And so, like, when EA does its deal with the NFL... They have the rights to the likenesses of all the other coaches, but not uh, Bill Belichick because he's not in that coaches association.
0: Of course he's not. That makes so much sense. That
2: motherfucker. <laughs> in all reality, I mean, this is this is a good move to do because, you know, John Gruden's like, again, the actual content of these emails, I haven't seen yet, but it's like it's, it's beyond the scope of like just one email that's like. 10 years ago that says like he has some racist comments and like there's a string of emails where he's like racist, homophobic, misogynistic and it spans like from what I understand it spans from 2012 to like 2019, 2020 so it's a good move to remove him from the game Um, Mm -hmm. though you know my point with Zach when we were talking about like other people is there's so many other like shady things that need to be removed but you know they're gonna hyper focus on this one yeah
0: I completely agree um it's definitely the right move right I feel like getting nitpicky is where you create this slippery slope of like suggesting that some forms of abuse are okay and some are not something I've personally really enjoyed about being a part of the video game community is I feel like you know when these game devs or other people that aren't these gummy CEOs see problems they are really good about bringing them to light. And for the most part, gamers are really, really good about backing them up, you know, about creating pressure on these companies. I feel like what's been going on with Blizzard recently is actually a really great example of that. So I am all for finding small ways to not even small ways, but just ways to like show these people that perform these heinous acts or do this or the other thing like, hey, we're not OK with this. I don't know. No matter how mundane it seems, like I don't know how much John Gruden actually gives two shits about being in a Madden game. I don't know if he cares or not, but nonetheless, like, I think it's important for us as gamers to kind of like stand up to that and like show our support.
2: Fair enough. Um, I don't think there's really much else to say, Zach, unless you had some final thoughts on it. Uh, sports, your turn. Hell Yeah. I do a sport every now and again.
0: Also, I will say that I don't know what the cross section of people who listen to our podcast are, you know, with how much they like video games versus sports. But of course, it's the Raiders. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, this is the Raiders. Come on. It's the Raiders. (laughs) Who else would it be? That's fair. Bill Bilicek.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Bill Belichick do have that, like, you know, final boss in a video game type vibe.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> oh, of course, the Raiders. Anyway,
0: I think we're good to move into the last article. Who would well, like to take this hold on. one?
2: There's, this actually is a 2A and 2B type of section.
1: JP didn't read the directions.
0: <laughs>
2: so this one's actually kind of bigger for gaming as uh, the, the sports gaming genre as a whole, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. This is coming to us from .esports. EA's potential FIFA rebrand reportedly stems from FIFA asking for $1 billion in naming rights. So, $1 billion? <laughs> getting into the article. Last week, Electronic Arts reported the company was looking at potentially rebranding its popular FIFA brand of sports games as it uh, reviews the naming rights agreement with the Federation Internationale de Football Association, FIFA. Ooh. Um... According to the new report from New York Times, this rebrand hinges specifically on FIFA asking for one billion every four years to license its uh, its properties. Just doing some quick math, that's a cool two hundred fifty mil per year. Indeed, um, <laughs> this new deal would uh, also reportedly include limitations on ways that EA could monetize the game outside of its initial sale. Oh, I see what the real problem here is. Okay. The the New York Times noted it had talked to multiple multiple people close to the negotiations and discovered that after at least two years of renewal negotiations, there's a real chance that the branding could change following the FIFA World Cup in Qatar next November. All right. I love this. Um, Not because (laughs) uh, FIFA is not going to be called FIFA anymore. But I think that if FIFA, the soccer game, started rebranding as something new like if they just started calling it generic soccer, professional soccer 2021, I feel like that in itself opens up the space for all sorts of like people to start making their own games. Um, Now, obviously EA still does own the rights to these players names and likenesses to use in the video game um, because that's a separate deal. That's not made with FIFA. That's made with like the players association. Um, But a lot of people are buying this game because it's the FIFA game. And if it's not FIFA and like, you know, it's not the professional like soccer team around it, then I, I really think this could open up the genre as a whole to developers that just make their own game without using professional player likenesses and uh, official branding.
0: So let's talk a little bit more about the price in those regards, because I'm not going to lie. I'm very unfamiliar with most sports in general, especially soccer is FIFA the association not the game is FIFA the association being fair in how much money they are asking EA for
2: honestly if if uh, this is probably for exclusive naming rights I would say yes because FIFA is it makes an enormous amount of money right mm-hmm. like this is it, like soccer we all know is the most popular sport in the world and FIFA is the you know international association for like soccer so i honestly yeah this is probably about what the price point should be and in all reality i think that when they rene- they're renegotiating talking about how ea could monetize the game i think that's really where the problem lies for ea it's like it's not about the one billion on one billion right it's about like ea wants to be able to monetize the game however they see fit And FIFA is like, all right, well, you can only monetize the game for these specific parts.
0: So looking back at a couple of charts, FIFA 20 sold 1.2 million copies. FIFA 21 sold 1.5. So usually these games sell somewhere in the realm of let's just make an average of like 1.3 million copies, even though I honestly think that's low. So within four years, That means that you are selling 5.2 million copies of this game. Now, if you, let's say everybody was buying that at like a slightly reduced price, because not everybody's buying that at launch, right? That's 5.2 million copies. Let's say they bought it for like, I don't know, they waited a couple months for it to go on sale. Now it's like $45. That is an unbelievable amount of money.
2: (laughs) Oh, but JP, that's not where they're making most of their money, baby. Well, where's the money coming from? Microtransactions.
0: Oh, it's EA. How could I forget?
2: Amateur. Come on, buddy.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have
2: known. Well, let's say, like, I don't know, is 10% sound fair? Maybe honestly it could be like upwards of 20% of people are like buying shitloads of microtransactions for it's this game. It's not a lot. It's definitely not a lot. But like you know, just that ten to twenty percent of that, you know, however many million, that's a shitload more money. Indeed, it is. That's a ton of money. So, one billion for the naming rights. I think it's fair, and EA is still coming out huge on this.
0: And of course, that probably didn't stop EA from acting like they're being victimized in this situation.
2: I mean, of course not, because how dare FIFA punch down on this multi-billion-dollar company?
0: it's like that simpsons meme will somebody please think of the multi-million dollar
1: companies
0: (laughs) i i don't know like i I could see in this instance because there's literally no gaming company company that's more money grubbing and scummy than ea if it hasn't happened already there's probably going to be some type of legal dispute and this long drawn out thing that we have to fucking talk about Or they could just suck it up and pay the money because they can acknowledge that they're still making oodles and oodles of money, but that's obviously not how these giant corporations think. So...
2: And also, let's... uh, I don't want to clear FIFA's name of anything here. Like, FIFA is not a good guy by any means. Um, Like...
0: (laughs) No! It's another (laughs) one of those situations where it's the battle between two evils.
2: Yeah, so... Just want to make it clear our stance is not pro-FIFA, but more we're we're neutral against both parties because both parties are bad
0: I'm not gonna lie as long as the players are being respectfully taken care of I don't really give two shits at the end of the day when it comes to sports games and sports in general that is my concern are the needs of the players being met and are they being treated fairly and when I know what some of the salaries of these people are you know if a kicker in the United States for the NFL can make 500 grand a year for do you know eight minutes of play time a game. I'm like, okay, I think they're being treated
2: fairly. <laughs> I think he's fine. He's going to be fine. Well, moving into last article.
1: Uh, yo, okay, so EA bad, FIFA bad, lots of money, article three time.
2: That's a great summation. and um, It really is. <laughs> who likes Call of Duty the most?
1: Okay, how about uh, I just give us the uh, TLDR. So Call of Duty... Um, actually, no, I'll just, I'll just, I'll read the talking points. I can do this. I can read scripts. Activision unveiled its new secret weapon against Call of Duty cheaters earlier this week. A kernel level anti-cheat called Ricochet that Ooh. will finally, hopefully, sounds neat, do something about the plague of hackers in Warzone and future Call of Duty games. It does sound, I like Ricochet. I'm with you on that one, JP. But then yeah, yesterday, cool disaster striked when anti-Street, anti-cheat police department a twitter group dedicated to gathering intelligence on cheats and dis- to detect and disrupt cheating vendors claimed that the driver had leaked really so they probably worked really hard spent oodles of cash and then it leaks the irony here is so palpable thankfully this is activision so they have plenty of money to throw away anyway pay to cheat dells are already reverse engineering it so since it's out there people want to make money off their cheats so they're already proof of people figuring out how to beat this uh ricochet uh anti-cheat device it's kernel I don't know what that means but' is that like just at the system level right
2: yeah sure
0: so upon initially hearing about this let's just get some first reactions Zach how do you
1: feel I think cheating is annoying and bad, and for most people, it's annoying. So, I'm saddened by this news, um, because it's going to make a lot of people who play Call of Duty upsetty. What about you guys?
2: Zach is just the king of concise takes today. Look at him go. Honestly... Look Zach at you to, go. Zach deserves, you know, one of those like stickers you would get in like the first grade that you would like pull off and like it's like grapes and it smells like grapes. We should get him some of those. I hey. hate grapes. I, I want watermelons. Like okay, well, you're not getting a sticker. Zach is.
0: The fuck I'm not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like first grade all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Zach. I want that sticker and that Yu-Gi-Oh card. <laughs> <laughs> you all never right, uh, get my Egyptian gods say
2: goodbye to your exodia <laughs> I'm sorry anyway, I'm sorry uh, Peaches what do you think about this I I think cheating is it really it ruins games especially when it's not handled well and I appreciate the initiative from you know the Call of Duty devs to try to make this new anti-cheat to try to curb cheaters in the game that are ruining the experience for other people but this outcome is very expected you know
0: I mean, I guess it's like, okay, so the people who do the cheats, they understand that this cheat driver is released. They know everything about it. Are they? That doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be able to stop it. But I don't know. Like, I have a lot of mixed feelings about this. Like, I feel like, first of all, I agree with Zach fullheartedly. Fuck people who cheat. Because like if it's a single player game where you're not affecting a single other person i don't give two shits how you play it. but if you are in any type of like online competitive environment playing against real people and you're utilizing these tactics go fuck yourself you're awful and i hate you
1: what a game know.
2: that's not affected by cheats that has multiplayer my mom rocket league <laughs> <laughs> So uh, no, if you yeah, got to
0: League... hand it to Rocket League players. Every bit of skill is well earned.
2: <laughs> Wait, there are people that are good at Rocket League.
0: Aren't you one of them? No, you've won tournaments.
2: So lots of people have won tournaments.
0: I guess isn't that like the definitive way to show that you have skill in a game is winning tournaments.
2: We're getting off topic, but no, I don't think so. <laughs> anyway,
1: gaming's biggest questions. We're that's
2: a that is a that's a good question. Actually, that
0: came up with a good question. But you're right, we are getting off topic. So, yeah, fuck cheaters. Um, and I never thought I would be in a situation where I have to give props to Activision on anything that has to do with Call of Duty. But you did bring up a good point, Ches. It's Excellent that they're like addressing this problem and really trying to do something about it. Because they're people are still playing Warzone. You know, they've been complaining. I guess this is like some sign that they do have integrity. Like, hey, at the very least, we, we you know, we have
1: integrity, integrity.
0: <laughs> like, at the very least, hey, for the Dorito eating, Mountain Dew drinking, fourteen year olds that play this game, we want them to have a good time and be able to win and play fairly like so I agree it's good on Activision's part that they're doing this Um, like I said despite the fact that it's been you know ricochet's been leaked and we understand it I don't think the cheaters are necessarily going to be able to do anything about it Um, but fuck them I don't care screw them I'm glad they're gone yeah sir and that's about it Um, anybody else have anything to add before we get into some quick takes Let's quick take let's quick take
1: who uh, wants some, some today
2: all right i'll steam. take the first one and oh. i'll just kind of pass it around eh? <laughs> okay take one down pass it around actually you know what i think zach zach's on to something there's three quick takes there's three of us uh zach take the first one jp take number two i'll take number three
1: yeah why not steam has bought banned blockchain games what did blockchain do
2: Blockchain is the like cryptocurrency thing, like so. Cryptocurrency is stored via blockchain, and it's supposedly unhackable uh, currency. But uh, these blockchain games are trading cryptocurrencies and NFTs in games, um, yeah. and there, it's it's I don't know. Everything revolving crypto is kind of shady. But continue.
1: That's it. I I kind of get it. <laughs> as tech savvy is as confusing.
2: as tech savvy as I am
0: and I'm very tech savvy I do not understand cryptocurrency so I'm no good here
2: either yeah it's because like, I think the reason they banned the oh, right. blockchain games is because it's the the laws around it are it would be hard to monitor these games if they were breaking laws involving like gambling and stuff like that when they're using stuff like cryptocurrency Right. so I, I think that's the main thing that's going on here. But again, it's all very confusing because it involves cryptocurrency.
0: Interesting. Well, right on. Are we ready for our next hot take? I'm ready. All right. Coming to us from IGN by Matt Kim, Final Fantasy 14 surpasses 24 million players, becomes most profitable Final Fantasy game in the series. So. During a recent hands on preview event for the upcoming Final Fantasy 14 and Walker expansion, director Naoki Yoshida revealed the Square Enix's popular MMORPG recently has surpassed 24 million players. Furthermore, it is the most profitable Final Fantasy game in the series. That's not actually terrible, terribly surprising when you uh, take into account the fact that Final Fantasy 14 online has been extremely ex- successful. And all the expansions that have gone along with it have just made it even more so. Like there have even been Final Fantasies past Final Fantasy 14, right? Like Final Fantasy 15 dropped. Oh, God, I don't know how many years now, but it's been out for a little while. Oh, yeah. And now we're heading into Final Fantasy 16, which should hopefully be coming out here within the next year or two. So I don't know. I think this is big news, but ultimately not that surprising. I am becoming more and more of a big fan of the Final Fantasy series, so I'm glad that it's in the spotlight. But honestly, I feel like I'm showing up late to a party where everyone was invited. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm extremely happy for Final Fantasy. Nothing terribly surprising here. Yeah, I mean, it's also like it's
2: a it's a monthly service payment um, game. So obviously it's going to make more money than, you know, like Final Fantasy 7 remake. Exactly. Their online
0: service with the game has been
2: extremely successful. All right. And this next one. League of Legends uh, and Riot Games—they are removing all chat from League of Legends coming up in the patch following Worlds. Um, they are doing this as a move to address toxicity in their games, and you know what? They—they they did it. Toxicity is fixed. Where there's no one's going to be <laughs> mean to each other in League of Legends anymore because they're removing all chat. It's—it's it's over. They did it.
0: It's over. We won. <laughs> Just kidding. I hate League of Legends, but keep going.
2: Yeah, no, uh, they definitely did not fix to toxicity. Most of the toxicity in League of Legends comes from your own team. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, there, there, don't get me wrong. There is occasional toxicity in all chat, but most of the time nothing happens in all chat. and uh, Or, you know, people say GG easy at the end of the game. That's that's most of what happens in all chat from my experience.
0: We did it, Patrick. We saved the city.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel about this,
0: Chess? Because I know you were a League of Legends player for a while. Do you feel like this is a little tone deaf for the company?
2: What are you feeling? This seems it's not even necessarily tone deaf because there's no great way to address toxicity, especially not quickly. Um, We haven't found one yet. Yeah, because, again, if most of the toxicity is coming from your team, League of Legends is a very communication based game. Like you can't just turn off team chat because uh, there are a ton of people that are using that to communicate with their team and like actually coordinate and try to win the game but I mean in my opinion there are people that are upset about them turning off all chat for everyone I, I really don't see it as a bad thing that they're turning off all chat because again most of the interactions you're going to have in all chat are either going to be nothing or they're most likely going to be toxic
0: very well said anything else you want to add to this article um wait so toxicity
2: isn't fixed no toxicity isn't <laughs> fixed um, no
0: if anything they've put a band-aid on like a giant crack in a concrete wall
2: until they get a nun for like every every like player that plays League of Legends and like whenever they're toxic they get smacked with a ruler I think that's the best way to fix it but that's you're gonna need idea. like a billion nuns <sighs> they just come. how many people
0: are on planet Earth
2: seven billion Eight
0: billion? so that means one in seven people would be (laughs) a nun so that we can fix the toxicity on league of legends you got it Or we could just delete this god awful game and call it a day
2: yeah but then they're just going to move somewhere else and be toxic
0: true fair point that's a fair point i'd
1: rather have them all in one spot (laughs) I, i love smash bros a lot but like just any game that breeds competition you just always have those people who like to be villains, I guess,
2: for lack of a better word. Ain't that the truth.
1: But that just makes it
0: so much more gratifying when you beat them.
1: That is also true.
0: Yeah. All right, boys, do you mind if I take the upcoming game releases? Run it. On October 21st, we have Echo Generation coming to the Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC. We also have the Dark Pictures Anthology, House of Ashes, coming to PS5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. On October 26th, we have Iron Harvest coming to PS5 and the Xbox Series. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy coming to PS5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Oh, my bad. It's also coming to Switch and PC. Wow, that's a full house.
2: We no, also no, have no Stadia, oh. JP.
0: No Stadia. Sorry. How could I forget? <laughs> no music, Zarr. Don't put in the music. Oh, Peaches, I got one for you. NASCAR 21 Ignition coming to PS4 and Xbox One and PC.
2: Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to play as Jeff Gordon. I know you love race game. (laughs) I I do a car. And
0: (laughs) and finally, Workshop Simulator coming out to PC. Hype up one upcoming game for the week. I love how you wrote this. I guess Guardians of the Galaxy week lineup for game releases. You're not totally wrong.
2: Yeah, I mean, does anyone really want to hype up Guardians of the Galaxy? I am I am anxious about its release. I I don't know how good it's going to be.
0: That and that is totally fair. After the release of uh, Marvel Avengers, we have no idea how this release is going to go. I'm a lot more optimistic than I think most of my peers are. But at the same time, I felt the exact same way about the Avengers game. So this is up in the air. I hope it's good. I think that they've got the elements for it to be good. I'm taking the more optimistic approach to all of this, but it's a wait and see situation where, you know, it drops in just by the time this episode drops, it'll I think it coincides with one another, if not maybe a day after. But we'll see what happens. I'm sure whatever the issues are, which there's going to be issues, we'll talk about it.
2: Yeah, as we always do. Now, speaking of cars, I got to talk to you about something that's very important uh, involving cars off podcast. That is so ominous.
0: <laughs> that is so unbelievably ominous. I I got to get out of here, everybody. I got to hear what the fuck he needs. <laughs> <laughs> it's driving me crazy. So on Saturday, we are doing an edition of Description Dismay. So do not miss that episode. And In the meantime, thank you all so much for joining us on another episode of the Game T Podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. Play Metroid Dread. You just Dread. got your game tea. Zach. What? Zach, you have a line. I... Later. Did you say something about Metroid Dread? Buy I... it. That's a good take. <laughs> <laughs> if you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your game tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to
1: the Game Tee Podcast.